Welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jessica. And this is episode five of Adam's Rib. We hope you've been enjoying the episode so far. If you want to let us know how we're doing, or you have a suggested topic that you would like to hear from us on the show, please just let us know by all means. Drop us an email, leave a comment on our Facebook page or our blog or whatever your heart's desire is. So for episode five, we will be discussing the power of prayer. And I am just going to jump right into it. So, there's several different layers to prayer. Prayer gives us an opportunity to share our life to God. It gives us the opportunity to express gratitude for what he has provided for us. And it also provides us the platform for confessing our sins and asking for repentance. And it's also an act of worship <clears throat> excuse me, and obedience. So, really simply put, Prayer is just the best way to communicate with God. It's the vehicle for our daily dialogue with the one who created us. And really the importance of that daily communication through prayer can't even really be overestimated. That's how powerful prayer is. I don't even think people realize how powerful it is. And so it's so important and so powerful that it's mentioned actually over 250 times in the Bible. So prayer is definitely something that we should all want to do on a daily basis and not just when we're in need or we want something or in trouble, even though prayers can obviously be used for that as well. But for a lot of people, it can be a challenge really to exercise that daily communication with God. And it should definitely always be considered the best way to speak to God. And I always like to use the example of, so Jessica, imagine if I just did not talk to you as my close dear friend, for a long time. So it's like, how long would that relationship really last mm-hmm. if we do not communicate? It's right. the same thing with the daily prayer with God and our daily fellowship with Him. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, when you mentioned the whole thing about it being a great way of communication with God, you know, I always say that prayer is like an open invitation. Um, our temples are the place where we house God. We want God inside of us. We want to invite Him in and give Him control of our lives. And so the best way to give that invitation is through our prayers and and the way that we speak to God. So you're right. It is an amazing and a very concrete way of communicating with him. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I've never really realized just how powerful and important prayer was for me until a couple of years ago. So a couple of years ago, I was fasting. And during that fast, all I literally did was go to work, go home, have dinner, go to work, go home, have dinner. And that's it. I didn't eat breakfast, lunch. I didn't watch TV. I wasn't getting on social media. And the only person I was speaking to over the phone was my mom. So before this fast, I was going through a lot of things mentally and emotionally. I was having trouble accepting myself. I was having trouble with forgiveness. And it was just stressing me out which obviously we now know how to handle stress and anxiety from episode two. (laughs) But since I was 
fasting for seven days and all I did was work, it literally forced me to pray and communicate with God regularly. Kind of like how those distractions we also mentioned in a previous episode. I got rid of that, which opened the door for prayer and that time with God. So because I was con constantly and consistently praying and staying in constant communication, I was then able to recognize God's voice and I was able to be at peace. And that's what prayer is. It's not always about asking for stuff or miracles. It's about everything I just mentioned earlier. And so I remember that my dad said to me once that God is always with us everywhere we go and that it's kind of like a radio frequency. The radio frequency from your car or Wi-Fi on your phone is always around you. But in order to hear it or understand it, then you have to tune into it. Mm -hmm. So he really put it in a way, if you're not hearing God, it's because you're just simply not tuned into him, which is through prayer, essentially. Yeah. And prayer is just such a key part of building a deeper relationship with him. When we read the Bible, God speaks to us. So when we pray, we speak to God. Mm -hmm. And that is how it's done. It's that exchange of that communication. So we can pray directly to God and know that he hears us and that he truly does desire to hear our voice. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Um, that's The way you said that is literally how I think about prayer. It is like, it's a conversation. It's us. It's our way of just talking. Like, I talk to God like I talk to you. That's my homie. He calls mm -hmm. me friend anyway. <laughs> That's in the Bible. So I talk to him like a friend. And, you know, I I tell people all the time, like, prayer isn't one of those things where you have to make it so, oh, I have to sound so biblical and holy and righteous. No. Most of the time, 90% of the time, I pray, I'm just like, hey, God, what's up? Like, <laughs> so here's what's going on with me. X, Y, Z. And then I just take time to listen and receive something back from God. And um, and the, you brought up an excellent point about the distractions. You know, that's really huge. A lot of people don't realize that you can't pray and be distracted at the same time. Because to me, it just kind of makes the prayer null and void. Like, you just, because where's your heart? Where's the sincerity? Where's the genuineness in the prayer and, and, that, and wanting that communication with God? So get rid of those distractions and just relax. Be comfortable. You don't have to make this a huge ordeal. You don't have to sound like pastor or grandma granddaddy your daddy or your mom like sound be you be yourself you don't have to make this something more than it has to be you don't have to put all your energy into trying to be something that you're not when you talk to god god wants you to be yourself he wants you to come to him as you are and just talk mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and even with the distractions it's kind of like you know if i'm talking to you but you're kind of looking over here you're in your phone like hello mm -hmm. you know i'm yeah. talking to you exactly <laughs> it's really exactly. like the same thing mm -hmm. so i'm glad we're kind of on the same page that distractions is a really big key in maintaining that consistent prayer life and getting rid of that yeah and so i'm sure everyone has questioned or has felt at one point in time that prayer just simply doesn't work or doesn't do anything for your life mm -hmm. and i'm sure i'm going to ask this to all my listeners if anyone out there has ever thought you know, God knows my every thought and all my needs. He loves me. He promised to care for me. So why do I need to pray? And if he knows everything, if he's the eternal God from beginning to end, then why should I tell him what I care about if he already knows? I know mm -hmm. I've asked those questions. I'm sure of you course. have probably asked those questions. Yeah, and I feel like these are definitely justifiable questions. Mm -hmm. So then the question really becomes, okay, why should we pray? And there's a ton of reasons why we should pray, but I'll just name a few just for the sake of time. First, 
Prayer gives us the power over evil. And then you have to ask yourself, can your physical strength alone help you overcome obstacles and challenges in the spiritual realm? Probably not. <laughs> For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, authorities, powers of the dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms, which is in Ephesians. Second, prayer keeps us humbled before God. Prayer reminds us that we are not in control, but God is always in control. Third, as I mentioned previously, that prayer strengthens our relationship with God. And then lastly, prayer will succeed over any other when all other means have failed so you ever been in a situation where all of your options have just been exhausted and like oh i've gone through this i'm gonna let you know who, who do i turn to now oh, yeah. prayer should never be a last resort it should always be a first response and sincere prayers just need to be offered in order to accomplish anything essentially mm -hmm. kind of like communicating if you want something from someone you communicate that yeah. so then the next question i want to ask my listeners is okay how should I pray? Because I'm sure a lot of people probably ask questions like that. Mm -hmm. And really the answer is God loves our prayers and desires us to enter in a closer communion with him through prayer. So there's no required method mm -hmm. of how to do it. It's truly just talking to God, just like you just said. You know, he's my homie. Yeah. Talk to him like that. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, your prayers can be long. They can be short. They can be praises. They can be questions. They can be affirmations. They can be prayers about yourself. They can be prayers for other people. They can be about depression, about happiness, whatever the case may be. At the end of the day, all prayer needs to be and should be is in full admiration of God with the desire to submit to his will and his will only and <clears throat> excuse me producing those prayers of trusting faith knowing that god will hear you believe you and will answer those prayers mm -hmm. i love 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 when you mentioned that um it doesn't it's not about the length it's not about it's not about all the dramatics like a lot of people think that that's just so key in prayer no i was actually listening to uh td jakes the other day and he said something so profound. He said, prayer doesn't always have to be shouting at the top of your lungs, falling out on the middle of the floor. <laughs> it is not, it doesn't have to be a two hour long prayer. It doesn't matter. It's not about the tears you shed. It's only about the amount of faith you have behind the prayer, the conviction you have about what you're praying about, and being convinced that God's going to answer the prayer. You know, a lot of people, you get, we get too caught up in the the delivery of the prayer, but we don't have enough expectation behind it. We don't, mm -hmm. we lose sight of the expectation and it's okay to have an expectation. We want God to answer our prayers. We want God to fulfill our needs and our desires, our wants. And, but if we're caught up worrying about, oh, maybe I need to pray for about 20 minutes to make sure that <laughs> God really gets this point. Right. No, what? No, you don't have to do that. Like, if, if it's two words, as long as it's coming from a sincere heart, that's all that matters right. to God. He just wants the sincerity. You don't have to do all the extra. If it's not you, if you're not about that life, it's okay. Like, again, as we stated in the beginning, it's just all about open communication with God in your way, the mm -hmm. way that's comfortable for you. Yeah, yeah, you definitely can't. Round the coattails of anyone else no, trying to get to your blessing. <laughs> so, okay. Now that we know and understand that prayer builds our relationship with our Heavenly Father, the next thing that I think is important to understand about prayer is that it's how we are led by the Holy Spirit. 
prayer opens that gateway of being led by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit operates in us that is not of our own power, but a supernatural power, which is, of course, God. Mm -hmm. So I love the verse in Isaiah 40, verse 3. And it says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will fly up on wings like eagles. They will run and not be tired. They will walk and not be weary. Now, when I first, first read this, I thought, okay, so what does it mean really when it says, I will fly up on wings like eagles? Like, why an eagle? Why not an ostrich? I don't know, mm. a duck. So mm. then I started to do some research on the eagle. And I want all my listeners and even you just to follow me on this because this mm -hmm. was really powerful when I dug deeper into this eagle. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, the eagle is used in reference to us, God's children, 32 times in the Bible. So I'm like, okay, this eagle is really obviously important. And that's because eagles are unusual birds that are born to soar higher and faster than any other bird. So we as God's children are not of this world, which makes us unusual in the world's eyes, just like the eagle. So if you ever, if you ever watched an eagle fly or, you know, documentaries about eagles, eagles fly and soar without actually flapping their wings. So their wings are spread out straight so that they soar perfectly within the wind currents. So eagles are born with these huge wings as part of basically a survival mechanism that they're just simply born with. And they have to learn from a really early age how to fly without actually flapping their wings. Because if they don't, they could literally die by spending too much energy flapping their wings versus mm -hmm. just soaring through the sky. Mm -hmm. So as a result, what eagles have to learn early on is how to, again, be able to soar without flapping their wings. And they have to do this on what they call a wind thermal to wait and come up against them. And a wind thermal is basically like just a huge gust of wind that kind of like rises up for the atmosphere. It got all technical. I was like, okay, I don't even know all that. It's basically just a huge, huge gust of wind. Mm -hmm. So sometimes eagles will remain perched and just chilling out on like a branch for days before they actually even catch a good strong wind thermal that they can actually, you know, soar into because that's what they need to actually fly and soar. So knowing all this, God then revealed to me that we're the eagle, the wings of the eagle represent our faith and belief in God, and the wind thermals that the eagles fly on represent the Holy Spirit. So if we do not learn how to be led by the Holy Spirit in our daily life, then we'll never find out exactly what God is calling us to do for him in our life. Just like the eagles have to learn how to catch that wind thermal in order to survive, we have to learn how to be led by that Holy Spirit on a daily basis so that we can fully accomplish everything that God has planned for us. Kind of going back to discovering our purpose in the yeah. first episode. Yeah. So basically, and somewhat kind of wrapping this up, I say all this to say that through prayer and listening to that Holy Spirit, sometimes God will tell us to, you know, stay perched, mm -hmm. stop wait not yet go left go right whatever just like that eagle waits on that wind thermal before he can soar mm -hmm. so we may have to actually wait for that holy spirit to reveal himself for us but we really don't even get that holy spirit revealed unless you're praying mm -hmm. and recognizing that it is a holy spirit and just go i don't know about you but you ever be in your prayer closet like okay god is that you you know, mm -hmm. oh, yes. <laughs> you got to catch those wind thermals and make yes. sure that yes. it's actually the Holy Spirit that's guiding you. And that's just really my point and going into this eagle. And so like the eagle 
in the verse, God, God wants us to soar and be able to seek him first through prayer. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And honestly, it's, that's about it. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, the eagle has the done eagle it for us, ladies right. and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> but Lindsay made an excellent point with that eagle. It's just about being, we have to be patient. Just like when the eagle's chilling on that branch, waiting for that gust of wind, we have to be patient. We have to wait on God. But the way that we wait on God, the way we open up that line of communication with God is through our prayers. We, we can't say it enough. Prayer is what is going to get us to that point where we can really, truly hear from God. So just keep the distractions limited. Keep it away from you. Keep yourself, consecrate yourself. Be mindful that... Prayer is the thing that is going to get you the the word from God that you're looking for and that you're seeking. So, anything else, Lindsay? No, I think that is all. As always, thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next Tuesday, same time, 9 o'clock for episode 6. All right, bye guys. See ya.